Good morning, everyone. This is Sonia Green, and welcome to the Coach's Cup. This morning, we have a special guest with us. Judith is a bit under the weather, and so she's going to be out for a week or so. But in her place this week, we have the marvelous Becky Blackburn. She is, (laughs) let me tell you a little bit about Becky. Becky, I guess we didn't talk about this, but I guess we've known each other or of each other about three years now, right? We both joined No BS in the spring of Mm 2019-ish. And and so we're kind of at similar places as far as motherhood and, and location around Nashville. But Becky, you may know of her. She hosts the Hoss Lady podcast. She is a single mom who also works a nine to five job, but she is a decluttering specialist. And let me tell you, I can use some decluttering. And we're going to talk today about how you can declutter, I think, both your life and your mind, right? Absolutely. Which is such a great topic for spring. So welcome, Becky. Thank you, Sonia. This is great to be here. I'm very honored that you asked. And I, I, Judith. I, I hope that I fill your shoes well enough. <laughs> she, she appreciates it completely. Let me tell you, yeah. this will be awesome. So let's start with, well, just talk about how you decided to become a decluttering specialist. Well, I have just always been that person in my family who like, if, if there's a a garage or an attic or whatever that's going on, my family has just always kind of said, Oh, bring Becky. She'll come over and do it. And I remember my mom actually telling me one day, cause we were right in the throes of cleaning out a closet. And she was like, why don't you do this professionally? And I was like, "Ah, I don't know. You know, like you kind of have that, Oh, that's a nice idea. But at the same time, you're like, Oh, that would never work. You know, like your, your entire personality splits. So I, I tossed around with it for quite a while. And one day, I think it was after um, the self-love camp for no BS that we went to, I left that knowing I was going to help people declutter their houses. I was going to be a coach in some way. I, I didn't know how it was going to come about. So anyway, fast forward. I tried a couple of projects. I felt like a complete failure. I don't know why I just like, I I had so much doubt in my heart about it that I just kind of stopped. And then a year later in November of this past year, I was going to bed, but I was watching TikTok. And the very last TikTok I remember watching was this young girl. And she was like, I left corporate America to go become a podcaster and all these other things. And I was like, oh, good for her. That's really great. I go to sleep. I wake up the next morning and I'm like, that's what I'm going to do. Like, I have a message and I know that I can't go all around the world, go into people's closets. Mm -hmm. So maybe I can just talk about it and let people start figuring out for their own how to do it in a way that's like putting the thought work behind it putting your doubts aside and the overwhelm and all those things that come with decluttering and throw out my message and literally started Googling, how do you do a podcast? And three days later (laughs) I had one recorded and published. It was insane. So here we are 25 weeks later. Yeah. 
So. But you know, you're right. And and that's the thing that I love most about this is decluttering life, your house, your spaces directly connects to decluttering your mind. Yes. Yes. If you can't get your mind organized, you're not going to get your spaces organized, but at the same time, it's kind of a catch 22, because if you don't get your spaces organized, are you in a good space mentally to sit down and work on your life? Right. So they definitely coincide 100%. I used to, um, I, I guess, not so jokingly say when I was in college, that my apartment was never cleaner than when I had a paper due. Because I would clean everything, organize everything rather than write that paper. But at the same time, I think there was some mental work going on as I was organizing my space, then maybe Mm -hmm. thoughts, I'm going to, I'm going to stick with that story anyway, whether it's true or not, my thoughts were getting organized so I could write that paper. Oh, absolutely. And a lot of people do that. I I was doing that uh, when I was getting my master's degree. I remember waiting until like one o'clock in the morning to sit down and do it because I wanted my, my office space, my desk to be cleaned off in the kitchen. I couldn't, I couldn't stand the fact that there were other things to be doing. Mm -hmm. And in my mind, I was telling myself that it was because I wanted things clean. It could have been that (laughs) it could have been procrastination. Yeah. Um, But you're right. Like I wanted, I wanted to have all of that cleaned out mentally so that I could sit down and just be able to focus. Yeah. So when we are going through life and we do have big projects like that, or even if we just have, you know, just wanting to spend family time, can you honestly just relax and enjoy yourself knowing that there's other things that you could be doing? Yeah. And that's where doing these little tiny projects over the course of a year, you're able to basically get your stuff organized and develop a habit that if you just put in a little time every day, it doesn't feel like work. It doesn't feel like a chore and you're going to be a much organized person in your head and you know, your spaces will be clean and you'll be able to do more things that you love. Yeah. Well, you have yeah. three steps. I do. That, so tell us about those three steps to, to getting into this habit. Okay. So the three steps are basically, you're going to declare a space with a function. So I like to use the example of like a closet. So this closet is only for my clothes and my shoes. And then what you do is you throughout the course of life or whatever, you kind of toss things into that closet that may not need to go there because it's a closed door. You can close the door and it's hidden Mm -hmm. and we don't do that. We do not hide things. So if you get everything out, You say, okay, this closet is for my clothes and down here is for my shoes and up there is for my purses. Like you declare each space within that room. Mm -hmm. Then step two is you clear it. So you can either clear literally everything out, just completely gut it, or you can just take out everything that doesn't belong. You know, if that's too hard to just pull everything out, just pull out what doesn't belong. Mm -hmm. And then you reset the space, the step three. So The step three is you get it to where the only thing that goes in that space is what is to that function and what fits. So if it doesn't fit, you need to get rid of it. So that's when you start 
pulling out the things that you'd no longer use or that maybe you could get rid of, things that you aren't needing to hold on to. So you can do that with every single space in your entire house. You can do it at, like at a cabinet at a time. So if you say, okay, this month I'm working on my kitchen and this cabinet I am declaring is only going to be for these certain dishes. I'm going to pull whatever, I'm going to pull everything out, I'm going to dust it, I'm going to clean it, put everything back in that fits and it's for that purpose. So that's the resetting stage. And the resetting stage is what you're going to continue to do for the rest of your life. Like you just want to spend 10 seconds and, you know, when you're unloading the dishwasher and putting things away, if you notice that maybe somebody put this cup where it needs to go in the other cabinet, you know, we all know that happens. Yes then you just move it. You just move it back to where its home is. And you, you know, you keep that organized that way. Mm-hmm. And as you're going through your house, you're going to have so many like rando things, right? All your scissors or all, you know, tape or batteries or things that, you know, you, there aren't obvious that don't obviously have a home. Yes. And you're going to eventually get to the point where everything like that has a absolute home. So when you're doing your resetting of your spaces at night before you go to bed or whatever, and you pick up the rando thing, you're like, I know exactly where this goes. It takes five seconds to walk over there and put it in there and you're done. There's no thought behind it. There's no overwhelm. It's just done. So it, it, it works for like huge spaces, like an entire room or little tiny spaces like your desk drawer. So you declare it, you clear it and you reset it. So as you're talking to, I, I assume most of you mostly work with women. Is that true? A lot of us are women. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I shouldn't completely assume that, but what do you find is the hardest part of this? What's the hardest part of, of those three steps for people? There's, there's two. One of them is basically not knowing what to get rid of, like not committing Mm -hmm. to getting rid of the things. Um, some people will say it's, well, this belonged to my mom or this belonged to someone else. And I would be dishonoring them to get rid of it. So I actually have an entire episode on that. Cause I don't know, you, you know, but my mom did pass away a year ago and I kind of feel like I have that experience of, I know she bought this for herself. Mm-hmm. And if I get rid of it, it means I'm getting rid of her memory. Mm-hmm. And that's absolutely not true. I mean, it's not true at all because I'm having the memory right now and I don't have the object in my hand. Mm-hmm. So I know that it's just a thought that I can generate anytime I want to. It's nothing about the thing. So that's one thing is like, how do I know what to get rid of? Even if it's my own and I kind of go on um, a three month, six month rule. Like if you have not looked at it, touched it, thought about it, worn it, anything in three months, then it needs to go Mm -hmm. like it just, there's no reason you need to keep it in your house unless it's seasonal, you know, like your holiday decorations, maybe a winter coat, Mm -hmm. those kinds of things, obviously. And if it's a seasonal thing, then you have to be honest. Like, well, when it was that season, did I wear it? Did I touch it? Did I think about it? Did I use it? If not, it needs to go. Mm -hmm. So yeah, definitely. Those are the two things. Like I don't want to get rid of anything. That's the hard part, but Yeah. No, that's, that's what I was thinking. So last summer, my husband and I moved from 
our home that we built, that we designed in our, close to Nashville, and we moved back up to Kentucky, where we're both from. And although we eventually plan to renovate the house on the farm where I grew up, right now we bought my grandmother's house, which is half the size of the house we moved from. Mm-hmm. And we unfortunately have a habit of moving about every four years, which we're, <laughs> we're stopping when we get the, the farmhouse renovated, but we had developed so much stuff, you mm-hmm. know, just moving from place to place, not getting rid of things. And we did a huge clearing out, paring down. I mean, we lost half of our space. So we, yeah. It's, it's just amazing how much we got rid of. And at the time when we moved in here, it was like, oh, this is all nice. It fits great. But, you know, here we are almost a year later and life and kids and, you know, everything comes back in. And now oh, we had a tornado. And so things that were in places that the tornado blew away had to come into our garage. And now I'm starting to deal with all of that again when I thought I had it pared down so how often do you go through spaces how often do you make those decisions or is that the point (laughs) I guess the point is I should have been questioning each piece that comes in but sometimes things come in in large quantities at once like in your situation, if you know that you're not going to be rebuild a storage or whatever out that you had all of these things in, mm-hmm. if you know that's not going to happen, then for sure you need to just figure out, well, like, why was this in storage anyway? Like, yeah. what was I holding on to it for? Did I plan on using it in the near future? And if not, maybe someone else needs to use this now. Maybe it's my time with it has passed and it's time mm-hmm. for someone else to take over. But yeah, the point truly is over the course of a year or however long you want to do it. If you're going through your spaces and you're realizing that, you know, I have probably double the stuff that I really need, the, the double the space or double the stuff that I have space for. Yeah. Then you, you definitely are clearing out throughout the year. You're just getting rid of whatever. Mm-hmm. So that eventually over the, over the year, your house is going to be trimmed down to where everything fits and everything is right where it needs to be. The di- the issue there though, obviously, is you're going to consume. You're going to go and buy more things. Yeah. You're going to go out and you're going to shop and you're going to, you know, pay- people are going to give you stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's at those moments that you bring them in your home and you know, okay, this is a sweater. I know my sweaters go in this drawer. I'm going to open the drawer and it's like, you know, to the top. Do I want to keep the sweater? Or do I want to get rid of another? Something has to go because it has to fit in that space. Mm-hmm. So when we're resetting, that's the whole point of the reset is you have to put it back in the space that it is the function of that space and it has to fit. Yeah. So you're not saying, oh, I'm going to pull this out and I'm going to save it for another day. I'm going to put it in a box and put it. No, it needs to go. It needs to go somewhere else because do you really need 15 sweaters? You know what I mean? Right, like, right. You, you have to make a decision because if you want to keep the good one, the new one that you just bought, or do you want to actually, you know, get rid of one that you haven't worn in a while? Yeah. How do you connect all of this to thought work? Because you, in, in our emails back and forth, you mentioned that this connects to thought work and I do it. I think it makes a perfect connection, but tell us how it, how it works with thought work. So it's the same kind of like the thought download, like you're 
you have a goal. That's your declaration. I have a goal. I want to lose 10 pounds. So I need to clear out all of those old habits, old thoughts, old whatever. I need to clear all of that out. And then I need to start rebuilding the resetting of my intentions. I need to go back in and I need to say, okay, these are where I was. These ideas and thoughts and you know actions are what I was doing, but now I want to be doing this. And so you, you know, write that out in your journal daily. Mm. Every day you declare who do you want to be? And you clear out what you are doing that you may not agree with, that you think maybe I could do something better. And then you reset those thoughts into like a new point of view. So yeah, it's 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 kind of what we've been taught this whole time is you know, you just who do you want to be? Yeah. How do, and, and that completely relates to your home. How do you want it to look? How do you want to feel when you walk in? Mm-hmm. Do you want to be proud of it? Do you want to be proud of yourself? It's that same thing. So it, I think it relates completely. Oh, it does. Yeah. Yeah. Because <clears throat> when we're feeling overwhelmed, it's usually because we haven't been cleaning out the thoughts in our brain, right? Mm-hmm. We haven't been closely inspecting them. We've been saving them for later when they're not right. going to work for us. Yeah. And that also relates because I also have three rules. So my three rules are you don't judge, you don't cheat, and you don't quit. And the judgment can be from your own thoughts. Like if mm-hmm. you're sitting on the couch and you look over and you're like, oh, dang it. I know I need to be doing <laughs> that right now. And I just don't want to. That's a judgment. And you can just say, I know that's there. And I know I will do it. Yeah. And you just, you know, you just declare yourself going to do it, but do you no set cheating. a time, you know, do you like, it's, you know, it's, it's up to you. Like, mm-hmm. however you want to think about it. Okay. I'm going to do it right now because can I just do it right now and just be done with it? Uh-huh. Or you can say, I know I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that on Saturday. You know, you can do it either way. You can do it now. You can do it then. You don't have to, it's just whatever comes. You just naturally. declare you're going to do it. Right. Yeah. And then the no cheating is like I was saying, you throw stuff in the closet, you're cleaning out one room and you have all these things that don't belong. So you shove them somewhere else, like in the garage or (laughs) in another closet or Mm -hmm. yeah. So that's the no cheating. And we don't cheat ourselves out of our future self. Like we don't cheat, you know, we don't make the excuses and we don't believe the reasons that we're giving ourselves that we aren't going to clean and we're not going to keep things, you know, organized. And then of course we don't quit. So when we are working for a goal, there are going to be times when you are, you're done, you're overwhelmed. You are just at your top and it's okay to take a break. It's okay to just step back for a minute. Cause obviously rule number one is that we aren't going to judge ourselves for that. And we're just going to take a break, uh, but yeah. we know we know that we're going to come back and finish because we don't quit. So that's where the rules come in along with the resetting and the clearing and the declaring because the resetting, like I said, is something you're going to do over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. And it's just going to be habit. It's just going to be your lifestyle. Just like when we are trying to lose weight, you know, it's just, it's a lifestyle change and everybody says that. And you're like, eh, but it's true because we are developing those habits mm-hmm. and every day we build on that and we just keep, keep going until, you know, it's natural. Yeah. yeah. So 
do you have a specific time of day that that you devote or do you have like how do you get started so as far as getting started you can do you know you can block out an hour on the weekend um if you know that this week this month i'm working in like my bedroom like this month literally i am doing my bedroom so what i do is each week i will go in a different space so the week one I go with my visible spaces. So mm-hmm. if I have a, you know, countertop or a dresser or a, my desk is in my bedroom, right. I clear off those spaces. Cause that's what I'm going to see the most. And that's going to kind of give me that, okay, this is doable. It looks nice. All right. I can do this week two. I go into the smaller spaces, the smaller hidden spaces, like drawers, mm-hmm. bins, things like that. Week three, you will go in and you will do the bigger spaces like your closets or under your bed or, you know, the big cabinets, that kind of thing. Yeah. And then week four is basically just kind of a inventory. Like you just kind of want to look around, you know, do that last check. Is everything fitting? Mm -hmm. Does everything look nice? Does everything, you know, in its functioning space. And if you do that, like little chunks at a time, if you just spend like an hour, like on a Sunday afternoon, then you've got it done for the week. And then every night you're just going back and resetting, you know, before you go to bed, I'm not right. going to go to bed unless my side table's cleared off. I'm not going to go to bed unless my couch is back to normal, or I'm not going to go to bed unless my kitchen counters are cleared off. Those are the visible spaces. Mm-hmm. And then anytime you open those drawers, you're going to be like, okay, only put back in what fits and what belongs. And so it's just a natural everyday, all the time thing. That's what tidy people are is it's not a wait till, you know, March 1st when it's warm outside and just decide <laughs> I'm going to do it all today. Right. No, you need to be doing it in little tiny steps all the time until it's just who you are. Mm-hmm. So That's amazing. I love that. Yeah. Thank it's, you. I think that I'm going to have to make some decisions about where, where to get started. Yeah, and move move on from there because you're right once one of the things that I liked about it most last summer once I got in the habit of purging (laughs) it it was a big purge but once I got in the habit of it I could let go of lots of things because that was my mindset my mindset was this is clearing this is resetting Mm -hmm. my life but then when we don't pay attention to it, we get more into that consumption. Oh, I'm going to need this. I'm going to need this. And it's easy to say that it's easy to say that someday I might use that little kitchen gadget that I'm really not sure. It has like one purpose that I use every six months. Right. But when you're in a purging state of mind, I think it's easier to do that. In those, in those instances. So like I take like a big, a big pot, for example, like I know every 4th of July, I use this pot right. for our crawdad boil or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I'm not going to get rid of that pot. Cause I know I use it. It's like your Christmas tree, mm-hmm. even though you haven't used it all year, you're still going to keep it. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> so there are things that you can keep. Um, you don't have to get rid of everything, but it's those things that like duplicates of things for sure. Like you don't need two of this and two of that. Um, do you really need seven sheets, sets of sheets for one bed? I mean, yeah. 
are you changing your sheets every night? You know? Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. So those are the things you just have to be honest with yourself. Like, do I really need all this stuff? Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much. Is there anything oh else that, that you have to suggest or, or mention that you do to our listeners? I do a weekly podcast. I've been dropping on Thursdays, but I've moved it to Friday to kind of fit better with my schedule. So mm-hmm. if you're looking for it, it'll be out Fridays. And that's the and Haas Lady, right? The Haas Lady podcast. You can get it on Apple, Spotify, anywhere that you can find a podcast. I do have a website. Um, we have a Facebook group called the 52 Weeks to a Clutter-Free Life. Mm-hmm. And you are welcome to come out there and find me. You can friend me on Facebook. I'm Becky Brown Blackburn. I'll invite you to the group. We talk about each month. We'll do a different challenge. Like in February, we did a huge purging challenge. March, we did a white space challenge, which is, you know, clearing off your spaces every night. And then this month we're doing a challenge that we're basically like you were talking about moving. Mm-hmm. This challenge is where you get one room in your house so refined that if you had to pack it in an hour, you could pack it completely and get out. Yeah. So we're going to work on that this month, which is why I'm doing my bedroom because it's kind of, you know, we always put our bedroom off to the last day, which yes. is the opposite of what we should be doing. But yeah. yeah. But yeah. So go ahead. And I know I love your Facebook page because even if, I am not in a place where I am currently following the the rules that I should be following. Seeing those reminders, mm-hmm. it just kind of in my head, I'm thinking, okay, I need to make a plan. It's time to make a plan. I don't, it doesn't get lost somewhere. So mm-hmm. I love seeing, I love seeing people's posts. Yes. It gives me ideas for how to get my own spaces yeah. organized. So I would definitely recommend that people join your Facebook group. Absolutely. And we have a lot of fun in there. I post some funny memes and whatever, but I'm inspired daily by what people are doing. And it just, it warms my heart so much that something that my mom triggered in my brain, you know, several years ago is, is helping other people. So that's, that's why I'm doing it. Awesome. Well, thank you for joining me today. I really enjoyed this conversation. Absolutely. It's been a great time. Thank you so much. All right. If you are looking for uh, coaching, you can find me at soniagreencoaching.com or on Instagram at Sonia, S-O-N-Y-A underscore green coaching. And we'll see you all back next week on the Coaches Cup.